0: Hello, this is Christos from uh, Septic Flesh, and you are listening to Interview Under Fire.
1: All right, everyone, I want to welcome you all back to a new edition of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, here as always. Today with me is the immensely talented Christos Antonio. Uh, Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. You know, we're going to get things right off the bat uh, off off the roll here um uh you know with this new album here that's coming up christos with modern primitive setting to drop on may 20th through nuclear blast records you know uh let's let's start this off here you know how much did things change from when you first started recording on this album to where you ended up finishing and did a lot change in between did nothing change in between um did you already have a specific sound in mind from day one for modern primitive to where you ended up finishing it on the last day of production?
0: Um, You know, when uh, Septifles write an album, it's always a challenge and uh, always when we have uh, we reach the time to make decisions about the new album we have a lot of discussions a lot of brainstorming for which path we are going to follow Um, we 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 did the same procedure in a way, you know, same compositional process, but we had more time now due to the pandemic. We had uh, more time and we, and this was an advantage for us because uh, it is always a luxury to have more time in order to correct things that, uh, you know, make your songs better. But uh, till we reach the recordings we are nearly ready you know the majority yeah. of our uh, compositions are uh, nearly ready nearly complete and uh, we leave you know some improvisation elements for sure at the end but uh, you know we we follow a procedure all these years and it works perfect for us you know we don't we don't want any surprises that can create uh, you no know, delays or some issues.
1: Yeah. And uh, for people who don't know, uh, me and Christos are actually doing this interview at the last minute. So if it sounds like we're rushing, I apologize. Usually our interviews are more in depth, but we're going to try to squeeze as much in as we can. But uh, Christos, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I also want to remind that people that this is also Septic Flesh's 11th album, you know, and, you know, and this is the follow-up to 2017's codex omega you know plenty of fans regarded that album as the best album of that year i remember when i was hearing that album i couldn't stop listening to it it was one of my top favorite albums for that year and here's the thing you know septic flesh you guys have had albums which have gone to be recognized by many fans around the world as staple symphonic death metal releases you know and i'm talking about albums like communion esoptron you know this is just another impressive addition to your architecture uh uh, uh, another way to say it with the modern primitive you guys have really you know honed into your sound and have stayed true to that over over the years I mean 11 records is not an easy thing to do right and yet here you are um, you know does writing get easier Christos or does the pressure of so many great records make it harder do you sense any of that
0: yes uh, you need to have the fear you know the fear that you might repeat yourself and this will be a a big mistake for an artist you know an artist always has to to move forward and for us uh, we always search because uh, knowledge is a power you know and we always research we search for new ideas, new elements that we make our sound to have an identity and uh, something that is really fresh. Uh, you have also this feeling, as I said, the fear that makes you make your life in a way uh, more difficult, but in a good sense. You understand. You need to have some kind of pressure because without yeah. pressure. You might end up, you know, to 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 create something that uh, it's like a repetition. Uh, also, for us, uh, for Septic is a teamwork. We are three main composers, mm-hmm. and uh, although is we have so many albums in our back, you know, that we are three composers is very important that you know we we have not been uh, burnt in a way, you know. Yeah our sound has not been uh, oversaturated and uh, you know we try we try always to to create something that has not any connection with the past of course you know we cannot make radical changes we need to have our sound but you have to to move forward you know uh, in order to create an album that it's it's a new chapter in your uh, career
1: yeah, and uh, and may I remind other people that it's you guys have been at this over 30 years, and I also want to add that you know having you on our show, on interview under fire crystals, that's a kind of a big you know kind of like a bucket list for me because I've been listening to you guys for so long, so it's an honor to having you on here. And real quick, you know, with these songs, I'm not surprised that Desert Throne is a single because when I heard the album when Nuclear Blast sent it to me that was like the song i was thinking why isn't this a single yet and you guys just dropped it as a single a few days ago you know so that was pretty it's pretty amazing from the collector to self eater to desert throne all the way to dreadful muse you guys have like this you know (laughs) a matured sound more than ever and i know we got five minutes left but christos i want to add something to this because this is a big part about who you are you were selected by the prestigious berkeley college of music to have four of your scores added to their music library and the orchestral arrangements for songs like Dark Art, Enemy of Truth, Portrait of a Headless Man uh, from Codex Omega, and then The Vampire from Nazareth from the Great Mass, it's now available at the college. I mean, what what goes through your mind when you see acknowledgment, acknowledgments like that from a prominent institution like Berkeley? I mean, tell me more how all this happened. I know we got like four minutes, but I feel like that's a really
0: big part about, you
1: know, where you are at this point in your career?
0: you know uh, it was one of my best achievements because I know how is to be in a music university in a music library. you know when I was a student, I studied uh, composition orchestration. My yeah. favorite time when was when I was going to the library studying as many scores as I could you know, and listening to various styles you know it's it's something that uh, it's it's a unique unique feeling you know and uh, the library of uh, of berkeley from valencia uh, asked me uh, to to send them four of my scores to have them in the collection it's it's really it's, it's it's a proud i'm very proud about that it's, yeah. it's one of my biggest achievements as i said because I know how a music university works. Actually, a, a student—I think she was doing her master's degree—and she analyzed some of my scores. Wow! And, uh, through that, the library of uh, Berkeley uh, then asked for my scores. From they sent me an email, and of course, I was really, really happy and proud to. To involve on
1: this yeah and and and, uh, here's the thing i play the violin christos so when it comes to like symphonic death metal you know i really related to just everything that kind of just unfolded from where you are to where you started to where you are now and i know we're running out of time here but you know uh, thank you so much for sharing as much as we could in like 10 minutes right this is probably the most jam-packed interview i've ever had within like 10 minutes (laughs)
0: <laughs> you want to you want to do another fifteen minutes at the end after my you want Yeah, we it?
1: can. Yeah, we can. Um if you I'll be here if you want to continue on because I have so much to ask you. And- sorry for this brief interruption, but we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Now back to the broadcast. We'll go ahead and um pick up where we left off. Christos, now um throughout the last ten minutes we discussed about you know with an interview we just you know discussed about you know your um your selection to the prestigious berkeley college of music we talked about you know the music within modern primitive but i want to backtrack here because with septic flesh you know you know you guys have been at this for over three decades which again uh, i want repeating myself here what i said earlier it's not an easy thing to do you know with with you know 11 albums you know 30 years uh you know 1990 I believe is when the inception of the band started you've been at this for quite a while uh you know Christos whether it's with Septic Flesh or even Chaos Star I want to touch on the subject of like the touring life and the live music experience for you personally because you performed at you know notable festivals like Bloodstock Tyrant Fest Wacken Seventy Thousand tons of metal to name a few of the years but would you say considering the state of the world in the last two years Would you say you have a newfound appreciation now, looking back, of the live concert experience, performing live in front of the fans?
0: Yes. um, During the pandemic and all these uh, crazy issues that we faced, you tend to appreciate things more now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we played the show three weeks ago in Belgium for the first time, how was after, that? Yeah, it was great, better than uh, <laughs> I, I was expected, you know. And, uh, you know, it's nice to feel uh, again the atmosphere of the show. Um, it's getting better, you know. Of course, in the beginning, it will be a, a little bit tough, but we will get used to it and uh, we might even appreciate it more, for sure, because you never know what is next, for sure. Very
1: true. Very true. Obviously, you know, with the pandemic, there's no protocol for an album release, right? You don't know what to do. Well, now we know, maybe 100 years from now, we'll, whoever, you know, the next pandemic, God forbid when that happens, they'll get the idea on how we handled it here. But, you know, you played that show a couple of weeks ago. I wonder if it was difficult trying to like get back in the groove again. Was it difficult or was it like, you know what, we can just pick up where we left off? I always think about that, like going, going back to the stage after being away from so long. Do you kind of have to, recalibrate your mind, kind of get back into that mind state, because it's distant. I feel like it's like a different art form from when you're in the studio as opposed to taking it on stage.
0: Yes, it's a totally different uh, procedure, you know, a totally different, uh, how to say, uh, need that you have to face, you know. It's something that, um, it, it was something strange in the beginning, Mm-hmm. but uh, you will uh, but uh, after f- 3 4 minutes everything was okay okay yeah. <laughs> you just uh, thinks your memory muscles your muscle memories you know start to remember your movements your playing things like that you know I, I actually was very good i didn't expect to be so good because i was a bit uh, anxious before we enter the States. But, uh, you know, it was a really fast recovery, I would say. Really fast. Yeah,
1: I, I always wonder, like, between you and your brother, Seth, who's the most serious and who's the
0: funniest out of both of you? Well, <laughs> we are totally different characters, you know. Um, yeah. I am more introvert. Same uh, here. Yeah. I, my Might be my, my brother more funny, I don't know. You know we are not far from uh, the when when i want to make jokes i will make but not many Same, as my same. yeah
1: because excuse me because i i do see like you know when you guys perform live there's always that like, chemistry right There's 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 chemistry when you're on the album which which i heard on this between between you and satiris and Krim and psycon and you know but it's different when you're like on stage there's a different form of chemistry and you guys Have done that over the years. And I I feel like that's very important for a band like Septic Flesh. I mean, here's the thing, Christos. We love heavy metal because of the live music experience, right? It's meant to be performed in front of the fans because there's that energy you feed off from the crowd. So, and of course, with the live streaming, I don't know if you guys actually took a part of that in the last two years. We've been seeing that from so many bands. And especially even now, I don't know if live streaming is going to change how we approach. You know the touring experience nowadays. Is that something that has crossed Septic Flesh's mind? Is that something you guys are considering? Like, even though you guys are taking it on the road, you guys will still do something like live streaming. I know some bands do that. Some bands are on the fence about about that. I don't know if that's something that you discussed amongst your bandmates.
0: We made the live streaming from uh, Mexico, from the show in Mexico, Orchestra, but we didn't perform actually live. You know as other bands did um it's not in our plans and to be honest we are not so fun of this yeah uh, if COVID will be stable you know in, in in not dangerous in a way i think we will go back to normality and things will go again as it used to be of course we have different now issues to face like the war, that the gas is going really hard. Oh, Of course, of course. Of course, this will affect the, the tours, the tour buses. You know, we are a chain. There is a chain of things that has to be, how to say, has to be in balance. Otherwise, yeah. we will face problems. But again, if we have to face these issues, we will face them. We will overpass them and, and uh, you know, we will, uh, perform there's there's no life without music you know there, there can't be Oh, of course
1: and and you know there, there's no right or wrong answer to what you just said because there's so many bands i've had so many artists come on interview on the fire you know uh like devin townsend for example you know and he did the live streaming for a few months you know there's some bands who would be oh yeah i'm not gonna do live streaming until all this is over so and we we're still kind of in that process you know so yeah it's cool to mosh in your own room right christos but how much longer can you do it for? Like you do the live streaming, but then I feel like you kind of hit that creative barrier. okay, now what? So it's good to see that we've all kind of just moving forward, and yeah, COVID is kind of being held at bay now, and hopefully that continues to progress. But um you know, I, I want to transition back over into modern primitive because uh, something that really stood out to me is that you got the city of Prague. Philharmonic Orchestra involved in this album, is that correct?
0: Yes, the Philharmonic Orchestra of Prague.
1: Yeah, so how did that all start? Did you already have a relationship with that organization in the past? And, you know, they kind of, you know, how did that arrangement kind of, you know, help things out with the production process of this record?
0: Yes, I have uh, been working with them uh, since 2007. Since uh, the recordings of Communion. Um, I made the research in 2007 on the internet and I found them. I found that they have recorded some great soundtracks like Hostel and uh, immediately I sent them an email and, and I went to Prague, I recorded for Communion. And since then, we 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 use them all the time. You know, I have a very good relationship with the conductor, with the contractor, with some of the musicians. And you know, this helps because when you are on uh, on uh, on the recording booth, everything is very tensed in a way, and yeah, you need to have uh, a a healthy relationship with within the room because uh, we are talking about a lot of money there and uh, easily can be ruined so, so yeah. sorry so i have two kind of courses it's okay
1: i have i have my dog outside my door right here so that's why it's shut behind me i don't know if you can see it but uh anytime i do i like an interview he's always like trying to come in the door so good. Okay. um more guests more guests are definitely welcome now um now real quick because Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's awesome. Um, so remember what I, <laughs> excuse me, by the way, I'm fighting off a cold from last week. So I apologize. My listeners probably already know about this. So um, I mentioned chemistry, right? Between you and your bandmates from the studio onto the stage. And what you're telling me about the city of Prague, Philharmonic orchestra, it's the same thing. You know, you've developed that chemistry since 2007. That's, that's really a big deal. And being a you know a guitarist, Christos, how is the composition of the songs different for you as opposed to the other members of the band? In other words, in order, in what order do you come in on the
0: final draft process of all this? Yes, um, uh, Septic. Just a moment, sorry. Dana. <laughs> yes. I think, want, I think I think they want to treat. I think my wife is coming and uh, they're getting crazy, you know. (laughs) Anyway, you know, Septifles is a teamwork. You know, we are many composers in the band. The main composers are me, my brother and Sotiris. And uh, we work like that. Either I will uh, send them my orchestral template Mm -hmm. and they will add on top of that uh, their music, the the guitar riffs, the metal parts, or the opposite, they will give me their guitar parts, and I will add my or- my orchestral themes. You know, we work like that. I don't involve a lot in the guitar writing. To be honest, you know, I'm not. The, I'm the guy that uh, deals only with the orchestrations and the orchestra. Uh, my brother Sotiris uh compose the songs on the guitar for sure actually my brother he composed many of his songs in uh, in an acoustic guitar for this album you know really he used 12 uh, strings guitar 12 strings guitar you know acoustic guitar yeah. uh, uh, you can feel that on new romancer on uh, collector songs like that that have this uh acoustic guitar feeling
1: yeah and uh that's that's very interesting that you said all that because the sound itself was also a big part of this record that i really loved and and i say this a lot because it's true christos because i'm an audiophile right i'm very picky on how i want my music to sound the way i want it to sound as far as the production mixing and mastering did you guys all together take a part in this record as far as the production or did you guys bring in a team to work on this side of, the, of this record or how did that work out with, for the production process how involved were you in that
0: well we we give the final result uh, to Bogren yes Bogren we oh yeah who I know the, him. yeah we made who made the mix for our album yeah. uh, but he doesn't involved in production uh, you know aspect telling us which uh, Chorus, will you use and this kind of stuff? He will give some advices, but he will not get involved a lot. You know, we 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 go to the studio nearly ready. You know, everything is yeah. it, it's complete, and uh, we we leave of course some space for improvisation, but not too much. And when we have to deliver the 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 waves to Bogren, everything is really ready. I I, I made also a a rough mix of the orchestra in order to help him, uh, you know, for the whole production because he had to face a very difficult task to mix the orchestra and the metal part, you know, and uh, in general, we, we are really, we are fully prepared before our entrance in the studio.
1: Yeah. I gotta ask where did your fascination for like the symphonic part like just the symphonic and classical music where did that come from were you a fan of that first when you were younger or were you a fan of like the rock and metal music first how did you realize that you wanted to fuse this together at what point in your life did you want to do that
0: well it starts since beginning you know when i was young i started to play the guitar and then I listened to classical music like Beethoven, Mozart, Bach and this kind of composers. And uh, the music that made me to become a composer was uh, Igor Stravinsky's Rite of Spring.
1: Oh my gosh, I know that piece.
0: <laughs> yes, this work made me, you know, made me to become a composer in a way. But all of us, we are fans of soundtracks classical musics. And since the beginning, we tried to blend these two different worlds together.
1: I don't know if you're familiar with like, you know, hornpipe, you know, uh, with those sorts of compositions. I forgot who wrote the composition, but um, more, more of like the water music. And there was like the, you know, the the different seasons, winter, spring, summer and autumn i think that's how yeah. it was vivaldi This is vivaldi. yeah vivaldi that's what, that's what that was yeah. yeah i it's been years but i don't know if that's something that that you were also listening to at that time
0: of course, of course. Yeah. actually one of my songs from codex omega portrait yeah, yeah. was yeah. influenced a lot from vivaldi in a way especially the harmony
1: oh my gosh that's that's amazing you know between writing and then structuring the songs and the production process like we just talked about you know keep all this in mind as i'm asking this because this is a big part of this record that i wanted to get into you know the lyricism throughout modern primitive right you have a song like hierophant right which is about uh now this may be a question for the other bandmates but i wanted to get your take on it that song hierophant it's it's about the high priest who's acting as a human conduit between heaven and earth right and this is also the first half of the story that gets concluded with self eater which is another amazing song that comes right after that on the record and then you have a song like desert throne which is the latest single which in that music video vid- the music video excuse me it it's depicting a desolate and desert wasteland completely void of humanity as we know it and, and you you guys are sure have a nag for the cinematic delivery i might add christos but i begin to think about the tangibles like a theme or a message to your music you know how important is something like this you know is our themes or or concepts is that a big component to songwriting for a band like septic flesh
0: it's very important all aspects you know mm-hmm. like the covers photos um lyrics and music S- so wanted to deliver a message of uh, creation and destruction for this hmm. album, you know. And uh, many songs represent this idea, you know as example the deserts, the, the the Desert Throne song, it's uh, about, you know uh, how to say it's like an alien visits the earth that has been yeah destroyed by humans, you know, and there is nothing there, you know, everything has been like a desert in a way. You know, this story of uh, creation, destruction is evident in uh, nearly all the songs, the majority of the songs, but it's not a concept album.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It's not a concept album.
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) excuse me. Give me one second. Sorry, I have to mute myself, so I, I'm coughing so you don't hear me. But, uh, Christos, you know, I want to thank you again for just taking the time to sit with me today. I know we broke this up in a couple sections, but I'm glad we we're able to do this. I was looking, I was highly looking forward to speaking with you. You know, I mentioned earlier that Scepter Flesh is a band that I I grew up listening to. And, you know, being a a player of the violin myself, you know, I really resonated with your music. And we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome interview. You know, thank you again sharing so much so much about you know who you are and what septic flesh is all about you know from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline that you have taken in which we've discussed about so far and performing for as long as you have and the people you have met and work with doing these records you know 11 albums like i mentioned earlier in three decades and the recognition by berkeley and for crying out loud you know you guys are all aging like fine wine to me you know personally and musically this is definitely something that you have a passion for and the truth is is from what i'm seeing you've experienced plenty already in your career and then some so have your aspirations christos as a musician as a composer or hell as a human being have they changed or evolved since when you first started in the industry in other words have you ever just stopped a moment to take
0: a look back at how far you've come well um everything really changed radically since the beginning you know but also we we want always to develop to evolve evolve as people as humans you know Mm -hmm. and uh for us uh Searching, uh, and uh, as I said, knowledge is power. And the most important is always to move forward because uh, you like that, you will find your uh, vision. You know, when you have a vision and you move forward, you will uh, succeed many things that you have uh, already, you know, dreamed about. You know, it's totally different since I started when I was young with the band, when I was younger with the band, uh, you know, in the beginning we we're not so mature, we made a lot of mistakes, we disbanded the band, but uh, mm. you used this break as in favor of us, as an advantage, and for me, the the most important period was the, the second period of Safety Fless with the comeback of uh, with communion yeah you know but uh, as a band and as uh, personalities and our philosophy is always to to evolve and develop this is the most important you know and uh, i will say that we were not we were not touring so much in the beginning also played an important role to us because we, as I said, I, actually I don't remember now if I, I told you we are not burnt, we don't feel burnt, you know, mm-hmm. don't feel yeah. that our music has been uh, saturated, you know, and uh, it, it's like the band started in 2008, as example for me. There yeah. was the beginning, we, we were more focused. On our target and more mature we learn from my mistakes and we move forward we don't look now to the pa- to the past
1: yeah except those earlier albums which were amazing i'm sure you hear that from a lot of the fans and almost like a rebirth so to speak right when communion came out and it, and i can't help but ask but this last question if you weren't a musician what would you be doing right now has that ever crossed your mind
0: no that's i love that I would, answer <laughs> i
1: would
0: be position again you know, I, yeah. would be you know? I, I cannot imagine myself doing something
1: else it's and this impossible. is where yeah and you found where you want to be in your life and th- i love that answer because when you say no I, lo- I, I mean there's no wrong answer to it but that answer just tells me that you found what you wanted to do which brings back to my last point that i mentioned how this is a big passion for you so i really love that answer but uh christos i'm gonna let you go here man this is Thank you again thank you again and for for doing this with me i know we split it up again and like i mentioned earlier but do you have any like last words any shout outs anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as septic flesh and the new album before we finish things off here i don't know if you have a new music video i know you got released one this week but um touring uh i don't know what you can and cannot say but the floor
0: is yours i'll let you if you want to plug anything in yes uh, we have some shows like hellfest in the summer, some festivals, and we will tour in Europe with Hypocrisy, the Agonist, and the uh, Horizon Ignited in Europe. And that. hopefully in 2023, we will return in the uh, U.S. Hopefully, know.
1: Please do. And if you like barbecue, <laughs> let me know because I will hook you up. I'll help <laughs> you guys book a show here too at Amplified. I'm actually good friends with the venue owners of that, and uh, you're going to be well. You have a huge Subject Flash community here. Christos if you don't know that in Dallas already so we're looking forward to that and I'm sure you're know- excited for Hellfest right are you, are you ready yeah, for that are you, are you, it's, it's yeah it's like
0: seven days since amazing festival I mean dude
1: man. that's I mean listen to what you're just saying I mean that's something that we had no idea two years ago and this is something that's just around the corner so um I wish you nothing but the best man um you know
0: thank you very uh, much I, I, I hope
1: you have a great release I can't wait for this album to drop I know I've I've already heard it like multiple times I can't I don't think I can wait another month, but we have to wait. We have to wait. We have to wait. And I can't wait for the fans to pick this up. Um, everyone who's listening, this is Chris Toss from Septic Flash Modern Primitive drops May 20th through Nuclear Blast Records. Do us a favor. Um, buy the record because the bands can't do it without your help. Uh, make sure you follow Septic Flesh on all the socials and keep an eye out for tour dates this summer. If you're not in the States and if you are in the States, hopefully they'll be here in 2023. Looking forward to it. Um, And you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on on fire.com. Christos, thank you again from the bottom of my heart, man. Uh, You stay safe out there in Greece. Take care of yourself. And I will see you here in Dallas when you come. Hopefully we can do another, like, in-person interview. I miss doing those, you know. So um, I I look forward to when you guys get here in Texas.
0: Thank you very much. my pleasure to be in your show and stay safe and healthy.
1: Hey, you too and give your dogs a hug for me we'll uh, let's stay in touch on instagram and i'll keep you posted once this episode airs all right you have a good night
0: thank you very much thank you Bye. bye-bye, bye-bye.